from Daytona Beach, Florida, this is Talking Motorcycles with Barry Boone. Talking Motorcycles, the radio show that covers the world of motorcycles and motorcycle racing. We're here to entertain you, inform you of new products, and enhance your love of motorcycling. Road race, flat track, touring, scooters, vintage, you name it, we discuss it right here on Talking Motorcycles. And now, here's your host, pro race announcer and third generation motorcycle rider, Barry Boone. Talking Motorcycles. I'm your host. I'm Barry Boone. We appreciate you joining us here on FM 93.5 AM 1150 WNDB. And yes, we are, as John Vita said in our open, we are live from Daytona Beach, but we are live from one of the most historic locations in the Daytona Beach area. We are at Racing's North Turn tonight on the big side where we are surrounded by literally hundreds of photographs of cars racing on the sand on the beach here in Daytona, and motorcycles racing on the beach here in Daytona. This restaurant is located right on the uh, north turn of the old beach course that came right out where we are setting. They did uh, turn one and turn two here. It went out on the slightly paved chip and seal almost at that time, A1A, and went south, where they then turned back out on the beach in turn three and turn four and headed back our way pretty fun uh the show will be underway in a moment but first we want to say a special shout out shout out to two local businesses one in particular that has made this show possible and that is bruce rossmeyer and carly davidson they are presenting this this show locally here on wndb we can't thank them enough and many thanks to sweet marley's coffee and bakery down on beautiful beach street and absolutely gorgeous spot in daytona beach two places we love to go and um, two places we frequented long before they became a part of our show, we were customer of theirs. Our guest tonight, Alex McLean and his wife, Cindy, will be joining us at the bottom of the hour. Uh, Alex has lost track, really, of the number of uh, national championships he has won as a vintage road racer, and that's what he has done. And now uh, they race Norton uh, Manxes all around the country, and he right now is leading several categories in on the vintage. So he's going to be joining us. Cindy is coming along quite nicely uh, as a road racer in the vintage scene. And she will be here, too, his wife. And we're looking forward to having both of them on. Again, Alex has really lost count of how many championships he has won on the national level. He is that good. And we are very, very excited because he has a separate and unique opportunity to go race at the Isle of Man CC. And he's going to be doing that just here in about a month or so. And we're going to talk to Alex about that. Then, first, Mark McKee will be joining us from the Ace Cafe in Orlando. It is a um, recently opened and absolutely beautiful Ace Cafe. And we're very excited to have uh, Ace Cafe represented here. This is going to be the tip of the iceberg with Ace Cafe. We want to keep up with what they're doing. We want to know more about what the Ace Cafe is doing. As you recall, back in the days of rockers and mods in London, uh, that was the scene with Ace Cafe, and it is opened in Orlando. It's a very happening scene already, and they've just been open just a brief period of time. So Mark McKee will be joining us. So let's talk a little bit about um, riding motorcycles, shall we? I shared with you last week on the show that my plan was to head up to Lima, Ohio, to the American Flat Track Tour, which, by the way, 
NBC Sports Network will begin broadcasting. The Daytona TT will be the first up, but all 18 rounds will be on one hour each week starting July the 3rd. That'll be the first one at 11 p.m. again on NBCSN as the uh, Daytona TT will be the first up, and they'll do one-hour show each week throughout the season. So every American Flat Track show is going to be on. So what was I going to ride, you know, heading up there? It's hot. It's summer. It's a great time to tour. And I knew it was going to be an interstate trip, two days to ride the 1,000 miles up, two days to ride the 1,000 miles home, and one day in between to take in the American Flat Track uh, Ohio National at uh, the Pea Gravel at Lima. So I chose the 1995 Harley-Davidson Ultra Classic. It's a carbureted Evo. I love the feel of a carbureted Evo. We looked for two years for this bike, and we're so happy to have it. Dunlop uh, was kind enough to send us a brand-new pair of the newly updated American Elites, and i got to tell you, they completely transformed the handling of the bike, and they actually uh, contributed to my safety. More on that in just a moment. Here on the East Coast, from time to time, we in Florida have the, the occasion to ride up to Ohio or perhaps uh, the western side of Pennsylvania and lots of other places up in Illinois and uh, in that region, Tennessee perhaps, the eastern part of Tennessee. And I-77 has become my road of choice. And I just want to briefly touch on this because it's uh, one of my favorite routes to take on the interstate. I wanted to share it with you because maybe you have a plan to ride up into that region of the country this summer, and you can do it. We took I took I-77 uh, up from uh, what you basically do is ride up to I-26 uh, on I-95, pick up 26, head west for a few miles, and you're on 77. It's a beautiful ride. It runs from Columbia, South Carolina to Akron, Ohio. I didn't go quite that far north. But in the process, you cross the Allegheny, Allegheny Mountains. And this ride had everything. Uh, just sharing it with you because it was so much fun. On the way up, it was drizzly, it was cloudy, it was extreme foggy conditions on the top of the Alleghenies for about mm, maybe 15 miles. Couldn't see very far in front of me. I was thankful to have the clear water lights. I was also thankful to be on American Elite. I was. It was really good to be able to see and be seen. Um, then coming back south at 70 degrees, uh, wow, it was wonderful. Big, fluffy uh, clouds in the sky, beautiful riding conditions uh, from Charlotte down to I-26 East, crossing the Alleghenies. I had so much fun uh, that I just, I really can't tell you. It was fabulous until about 75 miles north of Jacksonville, and then all heck broke loose with extreme rain. That was this past Monday, some of you may recall, uh, is uh, was basically very exciting for me to ride in a huge rain and a huge lightning event. I don't recommend riding in lightning. I actually pulled off the road three or four times when I knew it was within a few miles of me. But here in Florida, they say 10 miles uh, is close enough for lightning. You don't want to be within 10 miles. I had to do a little different than that and get home. But it was absolutely beautiful till it all broke loose. And thankfully, I was out of the mountains by then because I was just rolling down I-95. And it was really, really good. Uh, clothing items. We don't have time tonight to talk about it, but I will tell you that the Bell Mag 9 was my helmet of choice on that tour, and it was perfect. It's an open face. So when it was really, really hot, uh, I could take the uh, drop-down face shield off and use the sunscreen that drops down out of the helmet. Uh, it was very nice to have that option. But then when I got into big rain, I simply pulled over in a matter of 30 seconds. I popped that full face shield on the Mag 9. Every track, too, but 
wasn't much retracting going on except when I needed to blow the uh, water off of my clear glasses that I wear under my helmet. Rain management is a thing. It is. Our first guest is in the queue. We're going to be bringing Mark McKee on to just a moment. I want to first uh, tell you that uh, a quick racing note, Moto America, this is our Moto America Minute, the Honda Championship of the Monterey Peninsula at the amazing Mazda Raceway Laguna Seca is coming right up July 7th, 8th, and 9th. So for those of you listening out on the West Coast, pay attention. It's Moto America time at Mazda Raceway Laguna Seca. They'll follow that August 11th, 12th, and 13th on their West Coast swing at the championship at Sonoma. You can find out more at MotoAmerica.com. Hey, Bruce Rossmeyer's Harley Davidson is going to be open uh, July the 4th weekend for those of you locally uh, that are within the sound of my voice or listening not too far away on the app at WDB. Or if you're listening in the next few days uh, nationally with our podcast, uh, just tell you if you're anywhere in the region, Bruce Rossmeyer's will be open, and it's a cool time to go. Summer of Love has arrived at Bruce Rossmeyer's Harley. And you can go check out their social media, follow their social media, and you will be in tune with all the special events that are coming up, plus the special savings on the things you and I want to buy. And they're all there because their motor flows are fantastic no matter what you ride. There's a lot of really cool stuff that doesn't have barn shield emblems ablaze. And a lot of premium quality gear is available. They'll be open July 4th if you want to go. Uh, you can check out the special events upcoming as a part of Summer of Love at BruceRossmeyer.com. This portion of the show brought to you by the Harley Davidson Motor Company. Nine bikes under $12,000 right now with zero down makes it a very cool time to visit your Harley Davidson dealer. And three, really two of my favorite Harleys are on there for uh, around town and out in the country and urban. Super Low 1200 and Super Low 1200 Touring as well as the new street rod, all fit into that under-12 category, and I think you're going to want to check it out. Let's go to break and come right back with Mark McKee from the uh, beautiful Ace Cafe Orlando. You're listening to the flagship station of MRN Radio, FM 935 AM 1150 WNDB, and we'll be right back. Your ride is more than just miles. It's a mission to squeeze more freedom out of every click of the odometer. Introducing the 2017 Touring Bikes from Harley-Davidson. The powerful, all-new Milwaukee 8 engine delivers 10% more torque for quicker acceleration. Paired with a new suspension that gives you more comfort and control on every ride. What does uncompromised freedom feel like? Why don't you find out for yourself? Discover more at h-d.com and live your legend. Compared with original equipment, 2016 Touring Models. This is Barry Boone, host of Talking Motorcycles with Barry Boone Radio Show. When friends visit from out of town, we always recommend Racing's North Turn on the beach side. At Racing's North Turn, the history of racing on the world's most famous beach comes to life. Live music, fabulous menu choices, oceanfront dining and service you can only receive in a family-owned business managed by people who care about you. Racing's North Turn. It's the place to go at the end of a perfect beach day or motorcycle ride. Voted Florida's best beach bar six years in a row and winner of TripAdvisor's Certificate of Excellence. When you are looking for that perfect lunch or dinner with family and friends while in Daytona Beach, take a short ride down A1A to Ponce Inlet to enjoy dinner and a drink where it all began. Racing's North Turn Beach Bar and Grill.
When an automobile driver hits a motorcyclist, what is the first thing the driver says? I didn't see them. That's right after they have suddenly turned left into your path. When we crash our motorcycle, what is the first thing we say? I didn't see it in time. Could have been a deer, a decreasing radius corner, sand, or debris in your lane. The simple fact is most motorcycle accidents are preventable. And that is why I, Barry Boone, of Talking Motorcycles, recommends clear water lights. The ability to see and be seen on our motorcycle is exactly how we prevent avoidable motorcycle accidents. When you call Clearwater Lights, you will speak to a real live person who specializes in you and quality products. Clearly, there's a brighter idea. Check them out at clearwaterlights.com. Best show that writers call home, and they do. Writers of every description call this show, and we're thankful for it. We have really have a lot of cool shows. Uh, if you're just discovering the show and just tuning in to FM 93.5, uh, AM 1150 WNDB, I'm Barry Boone. New show for WNDB. We happen every Wednesday night at 7 p.m., but it's not a new show. We have 151, 152, something like that shows in the record book. We are on Facebook, Barry Boone, and Facebook Talking Motorcycles with Barry Boone. Go find us. Uh, you can follow us, like our uh, Facebook page for Talking Motorcycles, and never miss a show. Every one of you on your smartphones right now have an app that says podcast. Go to that, search Talking Motorcycles with Barry, click on the largest logo, and hit subscribe, and all 150 shows will be available to you, but not taking up data. Now let's bring in our guest, who I'm a little late in bringing in tonight. We both had a very busy day. I'm thankful that Mark McKee had a chance to join us from the HFA USA, where I think he now is. Mark, welcome to our show. Mark, welcome welcome to Talking Motorcycles, my friend. Hi, Barry. How are you? I'm really good. Uh, busy as you are, and thank you for taking time out of your super busy day to be uh, on our radio show. It's something I've looked forward to doing. Congratulations on you and your team. Uh, I know it was a uh, major construction project. It's been a months and months of work, and Ace Cafe Orlando is open there on Livingston Street, and we're uh, really excited for you. Thank you very much. It's uh, it's great to be open and great to be on your show. I know you have so much going on. Uh, I, I definitely want to keep you for at least uh, this the rest of this segment for the bottom of the hour. I'm going to keep you a little bit past two because I have questions and I know you've got answers. First of all, there's a couple of things I've noticed that I really like. Uh, you have a bike night every Thursday night. How's that going and are you getting a good turnout? Yeah, no, we are. Um, we just started that. and. Um, you know, as you know, this time of the year with the weather, it's a little bit unpredictable. Uh, and so when the weather has been cooperative, it's just been fantastic and uh, great. Uh, lots of bikes, a real variety of bikes, everything you can imagine showing up here. And, uh, you know, and, and yeah, the car park outside and the cold beer and the, and the scenery. So it's been, it's been really fun. I think it's so cool. And it harkens back to a really golden age in motorcycling. I know you guys do hot rods and custom cars and all kinds of things for the four-wheel guys, but this, Mark, is a motorcycle show, and that's our primary focus, though. As you know, a lot of people that ride motorcycles also have street rods and hot rods, and they're going to be interested, too. I just don't. I'm a motorcycle guy 100%. I'm excited to (laughs) see that on the 18th of July, you've got a Euro and BMW bike night coming up. 
Yeah, yeah, we do. And, and uh, you know, what we what we kind of try to do is, uh, you know, break up our nights so that um, different types of enthusiasts can come and enjoy the bikes that, that they ride and that they like the most. And a lot of times we'll try to bring in some content, you know, surrounded around about that kind of that, you know, that, that kind of genre of bike. And uh, just to kind of give a little bit more uh, engagement for, uh, for for the enthusiasts that are out here. What are you finding uh, from the citizenry, the motorcyclists in the Volusia County and all the Orlando Central Florida region? What kind of input and feedback are you getting from folks? Well, you know, we we, we actually, um, you know, kind of put together a, a rough calendar, if you will, before we opened up. And, and that was just based on input we'd gotten from folks. Talked to lots of different clubs and organizers of events. And uh, kind of continue to evolve the calendar based on what everybody wants to see and, and, and you know, and, and have here. So it's really, really more, uh, you know, an input from everybody. And uh, I'm sure we'll continue to kind of modify that over the next several months and, you know, and then probably fall into a nice rhythm. But, you know, Thursday nights, you know, typically been a bike night in lots of cities around the country. And, and sure. you know, so no different here. And uh, fortunately, we've got good space uh, for for for, uh, for everybody. Well, if you are into you know, folks, if you are into classic cars and vintage of all all descriptions and modern too, I suppose there is something happening for you. Uh, I took a trip to AceCafeUSA.com today and opened up the events category, where I found a uh, first Sunday of the month British Car Club breakfast. Um, Ford Mustang night, Vans night, Cruiser days, GM and Corvette night, Trike night, Trucks, Jeep 4 before night, uh, Porsche, BMW, Euro car night, Scooter day, and there's so much. It's, I think it's really cool for gearheads like ourselves to all have a gathering place, and that's what you become. Plus, you can have a great meal while you're there from looking at the menu. Pretty cool. Absolutely. You know, the way it's... Uh... You know, we, we took our cue from Ace Cafe London, as you know, it's been around for almost 80 years now, and and that's become a real home for gearheads and petrol heads from around the world. In fact, the uh, our biggest event there draws about 200,000 people uh, for the Ace Cafe reunion. Um, it, it's a, it's a whole weekend event, uh, 40,000 motorcycles along Brighton Beach. Uh, from 40 different countries. It's quite a spectacle. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's one of those things. It's a weekend event where it starts with what we call the continental run. So you get guys on bikes and gals that come from all these different countries, and they, they ride in to Ace Cafe London um, down near, kind of near Wembley Stadium, the northwestern side of London, for a big party Friday night and on Saturday – there's usually a couple hundred bikes that ride into downtown London where they actually do a blessing of the bikes and a big party at the Ace all day and into the evening. And then Sunday morning, uh, probably 8,000 bikes gather in front of uh, the Ace and all around all the neighborhoods. There's not a lot of space there. And then other bike bikers come from all over, uh, really, UK and Europe, and everybody uh, gathers you know, at Brighton Beach, it was about an hour and a half from the Ace for the uh, for the big event. I'm seeing a trend here since you're about an hour and a half from uh, the Atlantic, and not much further than that to the uh, Gulf. There you go. 
Yeah, you guys are so smart in bringing this show to this part of the country because I think the market is perfect for it. I, I think everybody universally, when they first heard about this project, got I got excited because I know a little bit of the history of the Ace Cafe, and I think it brings a lot of really cool kind of um, motorcycle vibe to the region and car vibe. But again, I, that's not really my thing, but it's huge here in Volusia County, and I'm sure it is in Orlando as well. It's a major market. What is loud food, Mark? I see you have loud food <laughs> in the restaurant. You know, that's kind of our description of our food, you know. <laughs> a little tongue-in-cheek, but, uh, you know, the thing is, uh, it's, it's for us, because we've, you know, been been around cars and bikes for as many years, kind of easy for us to be known for that, but it's pretty important that we're known for uh, really good food and beverage, and we've really spent a lot of time uh, putting together our menu. Um, and we've got a few English favorites, as you might imagine, because we came from London, but really it's a, more of a home-style cooking, uh, kind of a street twist to a lot of things. We make our own sauces. We make our own dressings. Heck, we, we, fry, we, ju- we ju- do our own juices for our cocktails. So a lot of scratch products, a lot of artisan products. So we're, we're pretty proud of uh, the menu that we've been able to come up with. I guess. Well, okay. It's a logical question that I have to ask you. Do you have fish and chips? We have great fish and chips. Yeah, a big, big old pieces of white fish, and yeah, we're we're uh, absolutely mushy okay, peas good. along so with if that. I'm coming to the Ace Cafe. I gotta have, I gotta have. It. I mean, that's all. I just gotta have that. So, uh, and actually, a friend <laughs> of mine told me yours were really good. So I knew I was safe in asking you if you had them. Um, listen, this is good stuff. I'm going to need to take a break uh, in just a moment, but would you mind staying with us till uh, just after the break? Absolutely. I want to talk to you about your future growth. I want to talk with you about your expansion plans because I know there's a lot in the works. Okay, Barry. Very good. Mark McKee, our guest, he is with the Ace Cafe Orlando, now open at, um, gosh, I think it's Livingston, I can't remember the exact address. I'll have it for you when we come back, or he will, because he's a smart guy, and I'm really not. I just run a radio show and ride motorcycles. As we head to break, though, before we go to break, I would just like to thank the folks at Clearwater Light for, A, supporting us and, and equipping our bikes with Clearwater's distance lifesavers. Honestly, I talk about it because it's true, and I believe it. Clearwater's are real compact. They're easy to mount. They're easy, easy to install for the most part. They utilize high-power LEDs. But the neat thing is that you can control the brightness. The unique brightness control circuitry uses a rotary volume knob. It's glove-friendly, mounted right where you can get to with your left or clutch hand. Soft rubber knobs, easy to use. It conveniently mounts on the handlebar. What happens is if you do not have a way to dim the light, it, it, uh, a lot of times you just turn them off because you don't want to offend oncoming motorists. You get tired of people calling for dim. With Clearwaters, you don't have to do that. You have an infinite volume control from very, very low to about 80%. And then when you want it all, you just hit your high beam on your headlights and you're there. That's how it works. Folks, let's take a break. We're going to be back with Mark McKee from Ace Orlando. You are listening to the flagship station of the Motor Racing Network, FM 93.5 AM 1150 WNBC. Or you might be listening on iTunes or on the podcast. However, we're glad you did. We'll be right back with a little bit more with Mark McKee. 
since 1903. The Harley-Davidson Motor Company have built motorcycles that are an American standard for the world. Since 1994, Bruce Rossmeyer's Harley-Davidson has set new standards for motorcycle dealerships. Bruce Rossmeyer's is your source for Harley-Davidson motorcycles, motor clothes, officially licensed products, parts, accessories, authorized service, and rentals. Family-owned, Bruce Rossmeyer's Harley-Davidson provides the ultimate buying experience to the Harley-Davidson enthusiast. Whether it's a new bike purchase, an oil change, or a souvenir t-shirt, Bruce Rossmeyer's Harley-Davidson Associates are dedicated to delivering the Bruce Rossmeyer difference. Discover what being treated like family really means. 23 years of unwavering dedication to supporting local and regional charities has put millions of dollars back into the community. That is the Bruce Rossmeyer difference. To find out more and check out exciting events, visit BruceRossmeyer.com. This isn't the sound of an engine. It's the sound of a moment, an experience, of your heart beating stronger than ever. It's the sound of discovering more. This is the sound of the 2017 Harley-Davidson Touring Bikes taking you on an unforgettable journey, powered by the all-new Milwaukee 8 engine and equipped with a new suspension that gives you more confidence, comfort, and control so you feel the difference. Discover more at h-d.com and live your legend. Compared with original equipment 2016 Touring Models. Hello, welcome back to the show. Riders call home. I'm Barry Boone. That doesn't look very good, but thank you. I met a man here from Michigan and down here with his 80-year-old aunt, I believe. Brought her down to the NASCAR event. By the way, WNBB will be all over the NASCAR event. In addition to the Motor Racing Network's coverage, which all comes through, uh, they take everything that MRN does. Every show MRN does is on WNBB. And if you're listening on the WNBB app, never forget that, because you might not be able to find the Xfinity Series or the truck race on your radio station in your town, WNDB has it. You can listen on your laptop at newsdaytonabeach.com, or you can download the app and listen to this show and the um, all the coverage. Daytona is here, folks. I mean, the, there are people already in town getting ready to go. WNDB's coverage begins tomorrow. We're all excited. Now we're back to our guest, Mark McKee. Thank you, Mark, for waiting. Uh, it's a thrill. I know you've got some uh, one day Daytona stuff going on here in town. Why don't you tell people what you guys are doing here in our town? You bet. You know, we're um, this uh, later later this year. We're going to be opening up uh, a barbecue place here at the Ace in Orlando, and and then we'll be opening the same one in um, as part of the one day Daytona development. It's called Oklahoma Joe's Barbecue, and. Um, I don't know if you've, if you've never heard of it. It's out of Oklahoma City, Kansas City, actually Tulsa and Kansas City. Uh, Anthony Bourdain said it's one of 13 places you must eat at before you die. He knows uh, things about such things. Spectacular, yeah. Three, they won over 300 awards, so we're really excited to bring it to um, Orlando and Daytona. And then we're going to do kind of an Ace Cafe-inspired rooftop bar on top of it. So we'll be right across from the Speedway. Um, that'll be opening up in November, so we're real excited about that. It's crazy how fast uh, they are able to get that stuff all coming together there at One Daytona. I'm shocked. Yeah, it really is. They're, they do a good job over there. And so it's cool to have you guys in our town as well. We'll look forward to when you get that open, Mark, you be sure and hit us up so we can maybe have you back in studio like you and I planned today. And um, I know how it goes, though. My day didn't go exactly as I planned either. And 
we're just thankful you could manage to call in. So I just want to kind of clarify something. Really, you you are a total gearhead shop over at Ace Cafe Orlando, aren't you? Yeah, we we got a lot of stuff going on here. I mean, we have a a Dainese, uh store. I, I think it's the fourth that's open now in in the United States. You know, and lots of folks are certainly familiar with Dainese brand. And um, and and anyway, so we've got a Dainese store here um, uh, that's already open. Uh, Magic City Cycles opening up. Eagle Rider. Uh, we also have an Eagle Rider outlet, so that you can uh, you know rent a bike from here or, uh, or 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 you know finish your trip here, which is pretty cool. And of course, we've got a what we call the Stonebridge Motor Gallery. Stonebridge is the city where the Ace uh, was started, and uh, in in that we've got uh, really beautiful uh, artwork, uh, motor-inspired artwork, cars and bikes from some of the top uh, artists in the country and photographers, and Michael Lichter and David Jewell, um, on and on. And we uh, we also have lots of uh, motorcycles on display. Uh, everything from a custom bike from Bill Dodge to Confederate, to Russ Superiors, and so lots, lots to look at and see, and it's, it's pretty fun. Amazing, Russ Superiors, and you know the artists are really; those guys have become so famous, and their work is so well known now that I'm thankful to see it because it's so good. Michael Lichter is a he's a photographer for our excellence. I've seen so much of his work all over the world, and it's amazing to me how they can paint with light with a camera it's just yeah he's been a he's been a big big inspiration for us and helped us you know with a lot of advice and counsel on uh when we when we opened up this you know the the gallery we're in we're in a couple hundred year old buildings here and um so we wanted to do it right and kind of keep the character of these buildings so it took us a lot longer and cost a lot more than we ever expected but now we're open and and it's really exciting to be able to um you know to share the passion uh, with folks about motorcycles and cars and art and, and so on. Well, I would say it took not only passion, but commitment to complete the restoration of those old properties. I know only a little bit about that, but I know it's always to expect the unexpected. And a good rule of thumb is everything costs twice as much and takes twice as long as it's supposed to. That is pretty much the rule, I believe, on those things. <laughs> You're right. You're right. When Barry. I say congratulations to you on your opening, what I mean is congratulations because I know it's been a labor of love and a real passion. Um, in addition to the website, of course, AceCafeUSA.com, is there anything else you would like people to know uh, in the next minute or two here about Ace Cafe that I may have failed to mention or ask you about? No, Barry, I think you covered a lot of things. I mean, we're, um, you know, the idea is we're really just a home away from home. For people that are, you know, kind of, kind of moved by bikes and cars and rock and roll, we do a lot of live music. Uh, we do a lot of weekend events that we've got planned. Um, you know, especially once the weather starts to change. Right, we got a pretty full calendar uh, this fall and winter, and um, lots of groups coming and doing their meetings and their write-ins, and uh, doing trying to do a lot, lot of stuff uh, for a lot of charities around too, where we can. Uh, kind of give back a little bit. So lots of fundraising stuff that we do here as well. So um, we're just, you know, we've got a great team of people, uh, pretty excited about our, our crew here. We hired about 175 folks. Um, and, uh, you know, we'll yeah, open early in the morning until late at night. Yeah, 175. That's a, that's a goodly number. You're adding to the employment base over there. And 
tax base too, and I know everybody's happy about that. I mean, seeing this growth is good. I ha- you were here probably most of last winter, right, here in Central Florida and Northeast Florida? Yep. So you know about how great the weather is. So wherever you are oh, listening, if you're, if you're out there listening to Talking Motorcycles and you're in Siberia or the UP of Michigan, I can recommend hopping on a uh, airplane and heading down to Daytona midwinter and going and enjoying the beautiful weather and taking the Ace Cafe. Mark, Tim, thank you enough for being on. Looking forward to much more communication with you, and uh, good luck to you going forward, sir. Barry, thanks a lot, and you have a great day, and uh, thanks for everything, okay? Hey, hey, before you go, I'm, I'm already said your back on it, but I thought I should tell you that how I got in touch with you, and I'm really thankful, and I want to give him a shout-out here on the show, is uh, Bill Peretti at BMW Motorcycles of Daytona uh, hooked me up with you, and I just want to say thanks to Bill, and uh, it certainly Absolutely. was a fruitful uh, meeting meeting with you, and I appreciate him so much for that. Yeah, we were Bill and I were introduced uh, – several years ago uh, by a friend of his and uh, he's a great guy and real fortunate that uh, he's part of this. Yep. Had dinner with him. He and the wife were telling us all about the place and you. And so thanks. It was good to make the connection and we look forward to much, much more Mark. Happy trails. Right great. Thanks, Barry. Take care. Bye-bye. Mark McKean, ladies and gentlemen, find out more at acecafeusa.com. That's the place you go. It's pretty good. It's really actually better than pretty good. It's a good website. They've got their complete menu there. They've got a great photo gallery with videos and still pictures of a lot of the action inside and out. And Ace Cafe history and photos, I found that to be absolutely fascinating because of the history of Ace Cafe London. And now we have our own here in Central Florida, and we're thankful for it. Now let's bring in our second guest. I'm not sure which one of them I have on the phone. They're an old married couple. They're probably out there arguing about who's going to talk first and Cindy's going to win. How about it, Cindy McLean? Are you with us here on the show? Yeah, it's not Cindy. It's Alex. Alex won the – okay, Alex, thank you for being I'm, on. I'm on Cindy's phone. Um, I asked you earlier today how many vintage national championships that you have won in your lifetime as a road racer. Um, have you thought about it? Do you have an approximate number for me? Yeah, I thought about it, but – it's not the same thing as uh, other uh, Arma is a little different, but uh, maybe, maybe I've won, uh, I don't know, 20, like twice as many as Valentino Rossi. <laughs> I love it. Well, you know what? There is a connection because one of the classes that you are in, uh, I think it was um, 500 GT, where you are current point leader. That is Grand Prix motorcycle racing from days of old. I mean, that's yeah, the, that's right. And we, uh, we ride the uh, the uh, sort of R6 of old, which is the uh, Norton uh, Manx uh, from 62 specs that we race. Yeah. Very, very cool. Um, very, very cool, Alex, to have you on. I know that racing has is your life. It is your um, commitment. It, it takes a lot of commitment. Tell us about the motorcycles that you ride. Now, we are fortunate. Doc Batzler, who's a legendary guy all around America, certainly very well-known in all the motorcycle circles here in Daytona, brought us in a 1930s. Some of it, some parts of it are perhaps up into the mid-40s, uh, Norton Intermanks or Norton Ranks, and it is a road race motorcycle. You've seen it. You're here, too. Um, what, a, what a beautiful bike, and that's the kind of motorcycle that you guys get to ride. Yeah, that Doc's Bachelor's uh, Bachelor's um, 
Garden Gate. Uh, it's probably a 48, early 50s bike. And uh, um, people like Bob McKeever race it on the beach here at the Daytona 200, right where we are. Uh, and, um, and many other uh, riders, Norton riders, rode that and were victorious with that bike. And Dick Planford. And, um, yeah, so um, it's really a gorgeous, gorgeous bike that Doc brought here tonight. Racing's North Turn on the beach side. Many thanks to them. We're going to be having dinner here in a little while. We're pretty excited about that. Hope you guys can stick around, too, uh, Alex, you and Cindy. And so tell us what it's like to uh, just briefly to do a lap on a tight road course on a 500cc single-cylinder long-stroke Norton Main. Well, um, these bikes love the long uh, corners. They like, you know, they, they don't like the point-and-shoot stuff, but they they excel when they're going around very fast corners, and it's just like at the Isle of Man. So uh, uh, they're they're sort of um, they're they're they have a long frame and they have 19-inch wheels, so they just like to keep the speed up. They're not they don't they hate really short tracks. Uh, they like a long flowing run up yeah. to the gearbox kind of corner where you can really let that long stroke motor work and the suspension, I guess, works extremely well. I know there were a few frame changes of the life of the Norton Manx, but I know this one of uh, that we have in front of us here of Docks is just breathtaking. Cindy, uh, your wife, I think, has also started racing. I know she has, and I think she may be on the line, too. Cindy McLean, you with us? I am. Welcome to the show. Uh, Cindy, I remember when you were uh, an MSF instructor and uh, did some street riding, for sure. Never really thought of you as a type of person, personality, riding style, and any of the ways I think about racers, I never saw you as being that person, but you and Alex got together, obviously he instilled some confidence in you and you had what it took inside to say, yeah, I want to do that. But tell us about the transition from street rider to a vintage road racer. Well, honestly, Barry, it happened a little bit earlier than that because uh, I used to race Porsches. And so uh, when I transitioned from racing on, on, uh, in cars on road tracks, uh, to riding a motorcycle on the street, and then I traveled with Alex to various uh, racing venues. He said, "You need to race." And, you know, I think you should take the race school. And I thought, "Hi, do I really want to do that?" And uh, when he said Rolling Road, I said, "That's it," because that was my home track when I was doing Porsche Club high high performance driving events and racing. So and, and instructing, I was instructing on the track in a car. So it just made so much sense, and uh, I will I will never race like Alex does, but boy, am I having a good time. Well, you've been pretty successful, too. I mean, you've won some events, right? You've won some races. Yeah, the, the, one of the funnest events that we did was Daytona in 2014, and we had Nobby Clark with us, and I won my race at Daytona. And Nobby said, I think you set some sort of a record. It's your first time here and you're a woman, and you won your race. And I said, well, not to mention I'm probably the oldest woman here that ever won a race either, too. So. <laughs> love it, love it. Well, hey, by the way, we're, our thoughts and prayers are with Navi right now for a complete recovery. I know he's not doing well at the moment, and 
I'm wishing him, I know you've got, because you're really close. Bobby is an integral member of your team. He is, and we were hoping to bring him with us to the Isle of Man, and honestly, we were uh, pretty disheartened when we found out of his his new issue with uh, cancer. So uh, anybody, everybody, please send out your prayers and your good thoughts to Navi. And and uh, he's right now he's probably coming out of surgery today, and we expect to be talking to him in the next day or so to see how he's doing. All of us here at Talking Motorcycles certainly extend our prayers uh, and expectation and hope for a complete full recovery by one of the greatest guys that the sport has ever known. It's interesting that when he had his little hiccup with the AMA Motorcycle Hall of Fame, anybody that's anybody in this world said, cancel my membership. That's how well-respected Nobby Clark is, and ultimately he was admitted. Cindy uh, and Alex, just hang on. If you, We are going to take our final break in the program, partly because we want to, uh, because we want to pay these people back that provide uh, the income for the show to keep it on WDB. We also would like to take a minute and thank WDB's management, and we want to remind all of you to be sure and tune into WDB's race coverage. You can follow them on Twitter as well. They uh, have a definite active Twitter feed going on all the time, but especially throughout race week, and race week is upon us. Their coverage on WDB begins tomorrow. I think I'm fortunate to be some part of it. I'm not sure what. But I get to be on there with them, too, covering auto racing, which is something I have uh, a passion for over the years. Won a championship or two myself, but I never did horse stuff. I mean, Cindy's the one. We're going to end, and before we go, I want to say a special thank you to our presenting sponsor of this portion of the show, Dunlop Motorcycle Tires. Thank you, Dunlop, for all that you do for us, maybe for Alex as well. And by the way, as we go to break, I'll ask you this question. Why is a Toyota Camry... A more expensive and considered a higher quality car than some of its competition that have the same features, they're the same size, the same engine, but they have a little less cost. They're a little less MSRP. How does that happen that the same exact car, one is a little more expensive and of higher quality than the other? We'll talk about that right after the break. You are listening to the flagship station of MRN Radio, FM 93.5, AM 1150. WNDB in Daytona Beach from Racing North Turn. Don't you go away now. Dunlop is the largest supplier of original equipment and replacement motorcycle tires in the U.S. and the only motorcycle tires made in America. With operations headquartered in Buffalo, New York, Dunlop has been making and selling high-quality tires in the U.S. since 1923. With an unparalleled championship record, Dunlop race tire technology transfers directly to the street. Dunlop, the only tire for your motorcycle made in America. When you're out on a ride and you decide, hey, let's go get a cup of coffee, the place to go is Sweet Marley's Coffee and Bakery at 214 South Beach Street in beautiful downtown Daytona. Owned and operated by local motorcyclists, all baked goods are made fresh daily, in-house, many from old family recipes. Hand-rolled, boiled, then baked bagels, made-from-scratch English muffins, fresh-roasted organic coffees and teas. What more can you ask for? Sweet Marley's Coffee and Bakery when it's time for a cup. I love this place. I love the views. I love the food. And what a great arrangement we have to be able to be here. I, I just love it. So the answer to the question is, why is 
is a Toyota Camry better than similar models in perhaps another line? Well, I can tell you why. Because, first of all, you can never discount quality assembly and quality construction. But primarily, the difference is in the quality of the parts that the manufacturers specify that they want for each and every part of your car. And in the case of a Toyota, who doesn't already know that a Toyota is one of the longest-wearing, highest-quality cars on the road today? How many people have one with 250,000, 300,000 miles? Well, folks, I'm here to tell you that the reason that car is as good as it is is because of the quality of the parts. So you, too, when you need replacement parts, I highly recommend that you go to truetoyotaparts.com. TrueToyotaParts.com is your source for high-quality parts for your Toyota. And the cool thing is that they have a lot of things. And I'm just going to take one minute out of the show uh, to tell you, because I've been thinking about it this afternoon. Last week I introduced them as our new sponsor, but I didn't really expand on any of it. There are a few things I'd like you to know. You can be true to your Toyota with True Toyota Parts. True Toyota parts are the reason that Toyotas have the quality, reputation, longevity. True Toyota parts always fit properly. That's a fact, isn't it? You go buy aftermarket stuff. Maybe it's replacement part fits. Maybe it doesn't. Saves you time and money. TrueToyotaparts.com. And the bonus is they are covered by the Toyota National Limited Parts Warranty. So what can, what can go wrong? And as a special thank you to our listeners here on Talking Motorcycles, we've arranged a deal for you. For the month of July, you just uh, in the demo uh, box uh, at the checkout page when you order your parts, accessories, whatever, just type in Barry, B-A-R-R-Y, and we will take care of the shipping for you or your truetoyotaparts.com parts. Check it out right now if you are in need. And be sure to tell your mom, your grandmother, your friends, whoever drives Toyotas, that True Toyota Parts is where you go. Now we'll welcome you back to the show. Alex McClain is here. Alex, when did and yes. how did the invitation come for you to head over and race at the world-famous Isle of Man CT? Yeah, I'm here. How did it come about that you uh, were able to put together this ride at uh, Isle of Man uh, coming up shortly? Well, uh, originally, uh, I had a lot of friends that said, hey, I'd love to go to the Isle of Man, but uh, I want to know somebody who's going around in circles in front of me. And I said, well, I could do that. So uh, they went, what? Like, yeah, I've been there. I was there in 98, 99, and uh, I'd love to try and do it one more time. So that's really sort of how it came around. Well, it's really cool. I mean, it's like um, that place is so legendary it's it's so historic and and also i guess we might as well say it's one of the most uh, dangerous racetracks in the world alex uh how what is your approach going to be going into isle of man well yeah it's dangerous uh of course and and uh obviously it's no longer on the MotoGP gp calendar for a reason and uh but um it's still there, uh, like Macau. There are a couple of racetracks in uh, Ireland that are very dangerous too. That are there's just no place to go when you fall off the bike. So yeah, I'm uh, I'm not going there to uh, try and beat the lap record, but I'm just going there to uh, try and participate and uh, qualify if I can and if I can make a may do the ton as they say which is do a hundred mile an hour lap uh, average 
I'd be and do one lap. I'd be uh, mission accomplished. Man, you know what? It, I like your outlook. I like your attitude. Go at it. I call that giving, taking what you can get from a racetrack, and that that's kind of my approach to it. I think it's going to be good. You are a far superior rider to me. You have so much experience. I know it's going to be really super fun for you uh, to do that. I know it's also going to be a sense of history. I know you'd like to have uh, Bob McKeever, the uh, guy that kind of helped you get started over at the Banks uh, team uh, with you. Uh, passed away in, uh, earlier this year. Sad to see that. I know he's going to be riding along with you, man. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, Bob, uh, we've, you know, he's been gone now for, say, uh, six months. And, uh, yeah, but it's like I would see him, I would see Bob maybe uh, four times a year because he'd invite me over to race because I was living in France. But uh, so for me, Bob is always, uh, he's right behind me and uh, he's in my thoughts. And, and uh, it's, um, the Isle of Man for Bob was something a little more concerning. He was nervous, very nervous about it. And uh, but uh, I did that uh, when I just met Bob uh, in '98 and '99. And um, uh, it's a, ra- a race. Uh, it's just another race, really. This is this is uh, it's going to be uh, not an easy uh, feat to accomplish to get there. Already, that is. Uh, just amazing uh, and we're working really hard on it to be uh, be on time with the bike and get it there in the in the in the crate and get myself there uh, and whatever so it's if we get there and, and and do a couple of laps already we'll be able to relax right now we're in uh, we're in hyper mode trying to get this thing together and um, I think it's going to get together we, we might be remiss in not sharing with folks that you are uh, thank you. I lost and, you. Oh, oh no, I'm sorry. I got a little distraction here. This is live radio, and that's just sort of how it works on a rare occasion. I had to, had to do something here locally. So, um, well, yeah. So the it's a Honda RC30. Can you take a minute and tell folks what an RC30 is? Yeah, I'll give you. Yeah, I, I was off. A, what I wanted to do was do it on a Manx, on a like a '62 replica or something like that that they ride at Arma. That's not going to happen because my sponsor now, who is Bob's son, said no. It's it's dangerous. I don't want to have anything to do with it, and that's perfectly uh, his right to do that, and I understand. So then I have a friend named Jimmy Dillard who said, "Oh, I've got an RC30. You just take it over there and ride it." I'm like, "Huh?" And I'm like, okay, well, uh, it's got uh, 120 horsepower instead of 60. And, uh, like, okay, well, yeah, maybe. Uh, and anyway, so now that's the bike. So the RC, uh, the Honda RC30 is a race bike with blinkers and uh, headlights on it. We're going to rip all that off it and make it into the race bike that it really is. This is a 1988 model. It has a kilometer speedo on it, so I don't know if it was in Canada or if it was in uh, Japan, but it has Isle of Man stickers on it. So it may very well be returning to its roots when it went there uh, a few years ago. But we're going to prep it and get it going. And uh, thanks to all my sponsors, we're going we're gonna to make this happen. Some Sharpie somewhere that knows more than we do, and I bet when you get that bike over there, it's going to be possible uh, to get, you know, some of that done. I mean, that bike's not really just a, 
race replica. It's, a, it's an F1 racer you put a license plate on pretty much. Am I right? Yeah, absolutely. We, I mean, it, uh, originally it was made to be an endurance racer, so the lights, that was all good. And, and But for what I'm going to do here, I don't need lights except I need a tail light. But I'm so thanks to AirTech in California, they're building me uh, some... Uh, some polyester uh, fairing. fairing, a new fairing, and uh, and the tail section, and uh, and they're going to be and uh, clean it up, lighten it up a little bit, and uh, be uh, be a real road racer instead of an how endurance. Can people, how can, we got just a few minutes left. First of all, Cindy, let me just start by saying thank you, and I guess you're you're definitely going to be at Alamance too, am I right? Oh yes, you know I I, I think that uh, I'm the support team. I got to make sure that everything happens the way it's supposed to happen. I, I do want to quickly thank our sponsors, if that's all right with you. We got Vanson's building Alex a new set of leathers. We've, we've got a helmet from Arai. Moto Madness has been an ongoing supporter of us, and we we love everything that they do for us. Champion Spark Plugs, Airtech, Del Martin. Uh, we're going to have some boots for Alex and Del Martin. Ace Vintage Motorcycle Specialist. And uh, the people that have been involved so far, so far, they're doing a tremendous job supporting us financially. Doc Batchelor, Paul Schwimmer, Jimmy Dillard, Gordon King, John Sneed, Don Gordon, one nine. and the Richard list goes one on nine. and on. This is Rubber Duck. Cindy, time is up. I got to run. Uh, Thank you. Uh, somebody's doing a great marketing job for your team. Alex, best of luck to you, sir. Be safe, but have fun. Enjoy, the, enjoy every moment over there at Alabama. Thank you, Barry, for having us on the radio. Appreciate you being on. Thank you so much. Thank you to Cindy. Thank you to uh, Mark McKee with Ace Orlando Vintage. Mostly who we say thank you, other than Racing Sports and our sponsors. The really important people that are involved in this broadcast are you that listen uh, at WNDB and wherever else you might be out there uh, on the Internet listening to our show. We thank you so much for tuning in. And be sure and check out the WNDB coverage via the app. Uh, starting over at Daytona International Speedway tomorrow. Terry Savage and the company will be on that. Ride hard, ride safe, uh, but have fun, everybody. And thanks for listening to Talk to Motorcycles with Barry Boot. Until next Wednesday night at 7 uh, p.m., I say goodbye. And enjoy every single mile of this hot, rainy weather.